Welcome. Good morning. Today, I am doing a class and an introduction to Faith Class 101. I have accepted recently that my mission and my purpose on earth is to bring forth faith in every way. Faith has been a cornerstone of my life. And it has been the only thing dependable. There is nothing I can do in this world without faith. Now, there are degrees of faith. We're in a sort of a school when we come here to Earth. And depending on how well you pass the classes depends on what you're allowed to do and what you're not willing allowed to do <clears throat> so in this classroom called life the very elementary level of life is simply to be born when you are born you are born with the god energy that has not been weighed down by the memory of your physical body yet and so you are brought into this world experiencing the beaming light of God come through you in a childlike fashion. So this is what happens when you are born. You are born with God beaming through your heart. You magnetize and attract all people towards you because of that. It's not because of the personality. It's not because of anything other than God is beaming through. So that is the first introduction to school. Just like the introduction to kindergarten, kindergarten or preschool is play. Learn to play. Learn and play at the same time. So that is number one. The next phase is of life is to take on the memory of the body. The body has memory or karma and this is karma from previous generations this is karma that's been deposited into you by your parents this is karma that has made its way with you so this karma affects you so you begin to wrestle with the karma this is elementary school this is the elementary school of life so what happens during this time is you feel the pain of flesh you realize the pain of flesh this is when most traumas happen for kids So, after experiencing the pain of flesh, the affliction of flesh, the trap of flesh, the limitation of flesh as your identity, here's the climb out of it. So, for the rest of our lives, we seem to be climbing out of our death 
into our physical bodies. We are climbing out of our death into our physical bodies. Now, the first thing we try to do is we try to earn money and we try to do it the regular way. We try to get a good job. We try to follow the rules of society. We try to square ourselves with the status quo. We try to follow the rules. We try to do what our parents told us to do. We try to do what the media tells us to do. We think they're right. We think they have the answers. We defer our judgment to theirs, thinking that they must know more than we know so we look around us and we learn from our environment and we say this must be the way now we if we do not learn from our environment we can any philosophy that has not observed their environment is never going to find a solid grounding in any civilized society but the challenge is the the inferences to be made from the observations the insights and inferences to be made by the observations are wrong because we see them with limited knowledge and limited vision after only being here for a few short years. This is why this is why there are this is sorry. This is why there are um mystery schools and teachers that have been born here who have made it through this tumultuous life they've made it through and now they are teachers now they are teachers and guides and I am one of those teachers and guides that has been, had the unique curse unique blessing and the unique curse of faith as my only way and I requested this at a young age ask and it shall be given you cannot escape your words be aware of your words you are snared by the words of your mouth and I snared myself when I was younger I asked, I looked at my grandma and I said, I want what you have. My grandma had a lot of faith. She lived her life by faith. And I said to her, I want what you have. I want to have immense faith like you do. How do you do what you do? My grandma got cars with faith, stopped cars in traffic with faith. Got money with faith, redid her kitchen with faith, got her house with faith, her husband with faith. Everything in her life was faith driven. And she would talk to God all day long, out loud, out of her mouth. And I was fascinated at what she was doing. And I asked her, I said, I want to know what you're doing. That's what I want to be like. And I, I said, uh, she said, it comes from trials and tribulations. I said, well, I want them. <laughs> and she used to tell me, be aware. She said it comes with patience, too. But she said, be aware. 
be careful what you ask for because you're going to get it. And I told her, I said, it's fine. I know what I want. It's fine. I want what you have. And I knew it very clearly that I wanted this faith life. That's what I wanted. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, I wanted a faith life. So, <laughs> I was led along a bridge of incidents that <laughs> led me to having a faith life only. And this is where I, this is the way I have to live. So, I got to a point where in my life, I got to a point where I couldn't do anything the normal way. And here's what I mean. So I succeeded one time following the rules, having strategy, doing business strategy, okay? I I succeeded that way. Business strategy, I did the right things. I was a good businessman. I followed the rules, I stayed in line, I was learning. And then I made it through that phase of my life. Once I made it through that phase of my life of succeeding that way, I tried to go back and do it again. After I had done it already, I did it because it was an adventure. I did it because I would learn a lot. But the second time I did it, I did it exclusively for money. That's what I did it for. I said, I know I can make money with this. So I'm going to go back in, make money, and then do something else. I had my plan. My little plan. Now, here's what I noticed. Whenever you have a little plan... Whenever you have a little plan that you think is going to work, it's probably not. Whenever you have a little plan you think is going to work, it's probably not. There's an intervention there. There's a lesson from spirit there. There's something you need to learn and grow from. This is not about getting you the comforts of life and getting you the little things of life. This is about lessons learned. So lessons are what you are here for. And you're here to learn the lessons that will contribute to the rest of the world. They will contribute to the rest of the world. Those lessons. Not just the ones that will contribute to you and making you feel more comfortable. The ones that will change others' lives by you being better. So, this could be anything. Anthony Robbins. His challenges were his mom loved him but was very confused did not want him to leave and beat him she beat him made his life a living hell in some ways but he blames her for his capacity to love he blames her for his capacity to love the woman he's with now and uh er have a deep desire to eradicate suffering this is what he blames her for so he realizes that the capacity he has to serve the world comes from his challenging circumstances that he never asked for. So this is Anthony Robbins' destiny. It's his destiny. He had to obey destiny because destiny is a principle in this life. We are born for very particular reasons. The tree is born for a reason. The acorn is born for a reason. The sun is born for a reason. Do we not think that we don't have reason? Predestined. 
We have a reason predestined when we get here. We may not know what it is. We we may look it may look like we have free choice, but we do not have free choice. We have destiny. And all our choice is is to yield to that destiny or not. It's the only choice we had. So my destiny since a, since a very young age has been to be a guide, spiritual teacher and a faith man. That's what it's been. It's never changed. I know it's never changed. I watched my own life unfold. I saw the lessons. I was put in circumstances that required faith only. There was nothing else I could do. I had to have faith. There was nothing else I could do. I had to have faith. When I was eight hours away from any family, running my business with no car, walking miles back and forth to my office and work, sleeping with roaches, had a business partner that abandoned me and I have no other way to make money. Faith is the only option. It was the only option. I was about to get evicted. I was about to get evicted. I had no money. So I had to have faith. And $1,400 of my rent was paid. I can see, if I look back, I can see that that was one of those times I was being shown the power of faith in my life. Wayne Dyer wrote a book called I Can See Clearly Now, where he looks back on his life and he starts to see all of these moments that spirit intervened in his life to shape him into who he is and why spirit did it and that's one of those moments for me i knew i had to go to virginia i wanted to take people with me because i love people and i love to give people opportunities to better themselves and grow but everybody's not designed to grow at the same pace and in the same way as we are but that's what happened before that one thousand four hundred dollars of my rent was was paid the month before my roommate said that he would leave a couple months before he had run out of money and he told me I don't have any money to pay the rent I just have to leave I got to take my family and I got to go and I looked at him and I said okay you can go it's fine I will take care of everything it's fine now I didn't know how it would be fine I just respected the guy I respected the guy. So he said, oh, thank you, I'm leaving. And then when he was about to leave, a man walks to the door, hands us an envelope. I don't even know the man. Hands us an envelope. The envelope has $750 in it. He gave me 500 of the dollars. He gave me 500 of the dollars. He said, here's a part of my rent. That was enough for me to cover the rent that month. Faith. Faith. There was nothing else I could do. <laughs> There's nothing else I could do. My business is failing. I have no family once again. I'm not going to call my family either. I'm not going to do it. It was a choice that I made. 
It was an internal choice I made. I was tired of being weak and calling on people. I said I must stand on my own two feet. Night after night, I cried in that place. That empty place. The lonely place. And I remember the very day I thought I would make all of this money and it would save my business. All of my money fell out. I don't even understand how. The money I thought I had thousands of dollars lined up to be deposited into my account and save the business. And inexplicably, 80% of the sales canceled. 80%. The highest percentage of cancels I had had was 50. <laughs> but 80% cancel. It was just beyond explanation. Just so happened at that time that uh, my business failed, my ex-wife came back to that state to visit her family member who lived in the same state and I just so happened to choose to go with her so she went uh, she went and I went with her and we both found out at the same time that my business was under that day so rather than going back to the apartment I packed myself up and I got a ride to Ohio they um wiped the fee they wiped the fee for um <laughs> for my apartment complex because it was infested with bugs they knew it so they let me off and i go back to ohio with no debts <laughs> and a place to live faith there was no way to explain this No way to explain this. It was beyond explanation. So, this is the kind of thing I paid attention to in my life when I was wondering what was going on. I realized I was being trained for faith. Just like I asked. I asked for that life. So in the Bible, it says, when trials and tribulations come, rejoice. Those trials and tribulations are tests of faith. They are tests of faith. So knowing that they're test of faith, they strengthen the faith. And that's exactly what I asked for. So I realized looking back on my life, that was a section of time I was introduced to what I would call my other self. The self that is on fire with faith and cannot be denied anything. And all provisions are made for him because they must be because there is no other choice that is the other kind of person that we are the faith person
So, this was a happening in my life. Now, I have a child on the way. Now, as I have a child on the way, my girlfriend, it she starts to go crazy. She starts to go crazy. She starts to say things that I will not repeat. I said some things I regret to say. And she was going insane. I felt I thought we were literally over. This girl who I believe to be the woman of my life. She started to live by fear. I started to live by fear because I wanted to control everything. I got a kid on the way. <laughs> she's uh <laughs> she's not interested in in me. She's interested in getting safety. She's about to give our kid away to somebody else because she feels we can't give it a good life. I go I start going crazy with that statement. I I whew, I couldn't even believe that that's the idea that she has. So I'm losing control of a situation. I get a job a month before paying me a nice salary and bonuses. One month later, this business, I find out this business has no money. They have no money. They're losing money rapidly and they need uh, to cut. They need to cut ties with people. And guess what? They cut ties with the newest person. I just got an apartment. <laughs> I just got an apartment and they cut ties with me. So I lose my position. I'm about to have a kid. <laughs> Can you see where we're going here? I did everything right. Now everybody, other people could say, well, there's something you could have done. You could have done this, this, this. Of course you could say that because you weren't living a situation. And I asked my subconscious mind, to reveal to me what was going on and what I'm supposed to do now. Now, this is different than asking somebody else what's the right thing to do. How do I technically get out of this circumstance and situation? How do I organize my life in a way that I can solve the situation? What loans can I get? What financial? That's different than that. And this is what I mean by once you make it to a certain level of conscious awareness and a certain level of faith, there are things in your life that come just to test faith. It doesn't happen to people who are not faith driven. It, it doesn't happen to people who don't have the capacity for spiritual growth or spiritual awareness at the time. If your mind is warped by money, success and things, you will not get these tests. You will not. Your highest capacity is to build industry and do business. And there's some people who are just simply designed for that. That's how it is. Some people are just designed for that. And those types of people are not inclined to spiritual ways. Other people have the capacity for faith. Now, here's how nature is. Nature requires the max from whatever species it uh, it brings to earth or it dies. 
if you do not evolve, you die as a species. There comes a time in any species existence that if that species does not adapt and adjust, if it does not adapt and adjust, it will die. And nature requires the edge, the furthest edge of a species or it kills it off. So here's what happens in the human race. There are people who are of the old regime. They think in a competitive way. Since the world has come to a time when the competitive way no longer works and there has to be a conscious way. Since this is the case, anyone who is living by the rules of competition are soon to be extinct and they will be replaced by those who are conscious. Now, how do I know this? I know this because I'm looking around and noticing what's going on, just like anybody can, just like anybody can. So I notice, I notice there's only one, there's only one way out of where we are, and that is consciously. It's a higher function of humanity. Now, when humanity shows a higher function, here's what I mean by higher function, okay? Cancer has been cured with no medicine, and belief and mantras alone literally have cured cancer regularly in medicineless hospitals in Beijing. Now, that way is more effective than any medicine we can give a person. So, it's the higher form of humanity. It's the higher form. There are businesses that operate off of the competitive rule, the shrewd business moves and the shrewd business practices. They do not understand conscious living. Now, those businesses are at cross currents with businesses that are conscious. Now you can see these businesses that are conscious. Mind Valley being one of them. Vayner Media being one of them. In a lot of ways. You look at these businesses and they're head and shoulders above all other businesses. Why? Because they're operating under the new model of success. The new model of success. The new model of success is a conscious model of success. Since the conscious model of success is being initiated, they're going to succeed above and beyond anyone who's in competition. Now on a scientific level, the energy of competition and pride have lower frequencies and lower vibrations than the feeling of allowing, faith, gratitude. So organizations that have the emotions of faith, gratitude, unity, 
at the very core versus the companies that have pride, comp competition, fear at the core. The one is going to win above the other because it's simply easier. The energy makes it easier to succeed. It just does. 